Yeah, you know what it is, Truth Nation. Wake up. Wake up. Wake up. Wake up. The best way to start your day. Cutting through the noise and bringing you the real stories behind the headlines. Talk to someone about how you feel. Do not internalize it. Do not consume it. You deserve to be heard. It's time to wake up with Milwaukee's favorite morning show. It's not just we canceled it, it's over, it's a done deal. Shouldn't be that way. That program still should proceed no matter how a few may go. Now, live from the American Family Insurance Studio at the Avenue in the heart of downtown Milwaukee. Tell him, where are all the watch parties? Where the brothers going to be? (laughs) I just wanted to see what she was going to do. This is Truth Be Told with DT and Telly on 1017 The Truth and The Truth App. Here are your hosts, the effective communication coach, Denise Thomas, and two-time Emmy Award winner, Telly Hughes. morning. I am the effective communication coach, Denise Thomas, and he is the Emmy Award winner, Telly Hughes. And this is Truth Be Told with DT and Telly live from the American Family Insurance Studio at the Avenue in the heart of downtown Milwaukee. Good morning, Telly. Good morning, Denise. How are you? I'm great. Y'all just gave me a lot too too much this morning. I'm like, look, sometimes you got to come in hot. You know, it's everything ain't going to be smooth every morning, apparently, huh? Well, at 4.30 in the morning, it needs to be. Okay, let's, let's do all that hotness when I get back to Milwaukee. But right now, it don't. I'm in L.A. It don't need to be hot. It's hot <laughs> enough, heat. huh? It's hot enough. Actually, it's not. It's actually, it's cold here. Um, but speaking of L.A., had a chance to partner with our sister or affiliate, in uh, downtown, or I should say L.A. Live. So yesterday I was on the Sedona and Cap show, which is on the ESPN Los Angeles station. So I got to go to the studio and crash, because, you know, they're they're part of Good Karma as well. Yes. So they're our yes. sister stadium, mm-hmm. or excuse me, sister station. So it was very, very exciting. Um, of course, we talked about the Lakers versus the Bucks. In terms of winning the Larry Trophy this year. So, of course, you know, I had to be careful with my choice of words, Telly, because I wasn't in my hood. I was surrounded by Lakers fans, but we definitely had had a great time. So, shout out <laughs> shout out to the ESPN Los Angeles team for allowing me to come and guest co-host. And, and also, the video is on their YouTube station. So, I'm going to have to put that on my Instagram and Facebook. So, if you want to check it out. From yesterday, we had a really good time, and it was just—it was just a great studio. It wasn't as fly as ours, and they—they they even recognized that. They were like, "Man, <laughs> the the Avenue, the Grand Avenue." And I was like, "It's Third Street Hallmark Market Hall now." They're like, "Oh, okay." They're like, "Yeah, that's really nice." Because I think when they visited the 
Third Street Market Hall studios were about 80% complete. So oh, I was like, okay. when y'all come back to Milwaukee. Oh, gosh. Woo. Yes. They're going to be blown away. Exactly. Blown exactly. away. But how was your How was your day yesterday? You know, my day was very chilled because my Wednesday was so long uh, with me. Go, I'm sorry, my Tuesday was so long with me going down to Illinois State and speaking to the uh, shout out once again to the School of Communications at Illinois State University for inviting me down. And that was a long day on Tuesday going down after this show and then coming back. So yesterday, long story short, Denise, I chilled. I took Good for you. Yeah, I took a as you should a, a well deserved nap. I think and uh, <laughs> yes. Okay, now wait a minute, because naps are everything to me. Like naps are actually <laughs> one of my top five things to do. He said in life. <laughs> in life, I love naps, especially those where. It's you can just organically fall asleep. There's no like, okay, I got to sit down and take a nap, or I got to lay down and take a nap. So just walk me through. Was this one of those like, I scheduled the nap, or I was laying on the couch, or sitting in my favorite chair, and I just went into a deep, deep nap? I'm glad you asked because I really had a hard time going to sleep. I felt like, okay, just make it through the show, go home. You can crash. You can sleep all day if you choose to. Of course. You get home, people are calling, there's stuff you need to do, and I couldn't fall asleep. So about around uh, 12, 30, 1 o'clock, yeah, I was just sitting there, and then bam, I just passed out. And uh, and it was great. <laughs> it was great. Naps are everything. Yes. You know, Truth Nation, our talking text line is 833-212-1017. How do y'all feel about naps? Because some people say, I can't take naps because if I take a nap, I'm not going to be able to wake up and, you know, start going back to what I was doing. My body will feel like it's time to go to sleep. Man, Telly, let me let me just say this to you. I have been a nap junkie since college days. I would strategically take three-minute naps between classes when I was in college, and it felt so good. Wow. Then then I learned how to program my body to take 15-minute power naps. <laughs> and I still do that now. But naps, I think the older we become, for me, the more critical they are. Like I have to have a good power nap at least – once a day. <laughs> wow. I I wish I could just <laughs> say, okay, I'm going to get 10 minutes here. But I can't sleep very long, though, because you're, you're absolutely right. Uh, you know, when people say, gosh, I'll have trouble going to sleep later. So it... I can't sleep longer. I can't take longer than a 45-minute to an hour nap. Anything over what? an hour, I, I'm, I'm done for the rest of the day. Well, you know, actually, that that's true. Because they say typically, in terms of how your brain processes naps, it should be between 60 to 90 minutes. However, this is the good news about naps. So, Truth Nation, if you didn't know this already, naps can play a key role in making connections in the brain and solving problems. 
Okay. And okay. We, look, and, and we as black folk, we always got problems to solve <laughs> in this country. That's right. So do you see? Anything we can get to help us solve problems. You know what I'm saying? You need it. <laughs> do you see the correlation? Black folks, get your nap on. It is a critical component. And, unless you work during the day and we don't advise you to take a nap at work. We're, let's let's be clear. No, 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 no. He advised you don't take a nap at work. I'm telling you to find Ooh. one of them secret little corners. And if you need to sneak one in just to be great. Because look, seriously, research shows that the longer of the nap that you take. So, again, naps are usually, from your standpoint, 30 to 60 minutes. They say even if you increase the time to up to 90 minutes, again, you're going to give your brain time to connect to your heart and your gut and really make sound decisions. So if you also if you also take a nap every day, it's going to boost your memory and enhance your creativity. Telly, I'm telling you what you did yesterday. I need to do more was, often, apparently. That's what it sounds like. <laughs> Naps are because, okay, think about it. The older we become, our body needs, um, I mean, our body is a system. When you think about it, our body is truly a system that has a lot of networking. You know, your brain connects to this and et cetera. So you have to reset that. You got to get that burst yeah. of, of alertness and 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 performance look i'm really trying to because you're like <laughs> no, no, you no, I, no 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 i'm like I, I, you better I'm go agreeing. find your little corner yeah no, i'm agreeing because last friday i had this radio show in the morning and then i had my tv show for the big 10 network that night and so that's a long day to just be up and alert and and hyped up so exactly after our show I went home, took a nap, and that was the best. Like that was the best decision I made. I think all week last week was taking a nap. And how did you feel? I you felt up? awesome. I felt exactly. awesome uh, when it was time for me to go on the air that night. I think I went on the air about nine thirty, and I felt like I just woke up. I, I mean, exactly, which was pretty much the case. But uh, but yeah, but Denise, I know we didn't talk about this before the show. We did have a lot going on, but there's a lot of buzz about this possible Freak Nick documentary. I hope I'm not in it. And see, <laughs> I, hope, I pray the, to God I'm not in that documentary. My and, goodness. And you are and not you say the like only one. Right. I'm like telling y'all, Truth Nation, first of all. <laughs> First of all, before we even get into what Freaknik, because I know we got to take a break here in a minute, because this is this is actually going to be good. But let me just tell y'all, for those that do not know or not familiar with Freaknik, let's just say it's something that shouldn't have been documented. <laughs> and you better hope you don't see your mama or some of That's, your aunties up in there. Man, I'm hoping I'm not in it. <laughs> what, Look, we got to talk about this when we come back from break because I want to know what years yeah, look. they are featured. <laughs> and I'm going to get on the research about that. I know we have headlines and, and things coming up, but I just yeah. want to throw that out there to dangle it. Yeah, because, you threw it out there. All yes, right, we, we going to talk about that. Let me call my let me call my attorney <laughs> make sure uh, these defamation. <laughs> make sure you all good. <laughs> the truth is, the truth talking text line is 833-212-1017. We come back we're going to re- share with you what we're going to be talking about today along with um 
I, I guess trying to see what Telly knows about this Freaknik documentary. I'm telling y'all, some of y'all driving in your car right now, you know your heart is beating. You're like, what? Dun, dun. <laughs> Freaknik documentary. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. <laughs> yeah, get ready. All right, this is Truth Be Told in the morning with TT and Telly on the new 1017 FM. We'll be back. Truth Be Told with DT and Telly returns after this on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. It is Truth Be Told with DT and Telly on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. I love I love how Alex is is playing Outcast. One of the greatest hip hop groups of all time. You are listening to Truth Be Told with DT and Telly. Live from the American Family Insurance Studio at the Third Street Market Hall in downtown Milwaukee. If you're just tuning in, <laughs> I woke Telly, these folks up this this Thursday morning. <laughs> man, Telly just okay. So you know how when you hear the term "breaking news," and you're like, "Oh, that wasn't really breaking." Truth Nation, this is breaking news. Uh, so Telly, and he just gonna say it, and then. Be like, okay, what are the headlines? I'm like, no, 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 no. We need to, we need to alert our community. This is, this is devastating, this y'all. Is code red. This is code red. Look, people are literally that are Gen Xers are texting each other. So basically, Freak Nick. There is a Freak Nick documentary coming to Hulu, and. If you Google Freak Nick documentary, the, the headlines read as follows. <laughs> what you should know. <laughs> what we do know. How you should prepare. I attended Freak Nick a couple of times, and I am praying, Telly, that I am not going to be in this documentary. Now, this is before, this is way, because Freak Nick started in 1983 in Atlanta. And yes. I don't think I started attending until the mid to late nineties. But again, if you if you're not familiar, it was simply a picnic that started in Atlanta in nineteen eighty three. And it was organized by a student group that was um part of one of the Atlanta universities. So you know they have like a collage of schools in Atlanta, Spelman Morehouse, uh, Clark Atlanta. Is Morris Brown still? Yes. They closed more. Okay, no, so no, more they Brown's did. still going. Okay, good. Yep. So, it 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 in a matter of years, it became so popular because there was a lot of students who couldn't afford to go home for spring break. So basically, they said, okay, since we can't afford to go home, we just gonna create spring break here, and it became a full blown party with live music you know parties on the street and vendors then it was shut. And, and everything i love how telly suck but look i don't know nothing about no vendors all i know is that it was <laughs> no i don't recall Denise, I excuse am. me 
excuse me, hi. Can I buy some of those sunglasses that you have over there on your pop-up? No, Can I, get I ain't seen none dog? of that. Right. I love how Telly's trying to make it like it's, it was a um, a festival. No, no, honey, no. no. It, but I, I am, uh, I am so like my mouth is open now because I didn't know this was the origin of it. I only knew yeah. Freak Nick to be the Freak Nick that we do. I didn't know this started off as a nice innocent it picnic did. that that was organized <laughs> by students. Like you know look how at we what do. It became. <laughs> yeah, it became so crazy in terms of the partying that, of course, as the city of Atlanta was continuing to grow in 1999, they were like, shut this down. It's too much. Because, Telly, I remember it was literally like being in Africa because it was just like <laughs> tens of thousands of, of college you know, black students under one in, in like this little, I don't want to say little, in in, in an area of Atlanta that was like grass mm-hmm. and, and parks. And so they shut it down in 1999. It was kind of sort of revived in 2019, but for, I didn't attend. But from my understanding, it was nowhere near. Um, and I think Jermaine Dupree, who y'all know, most of you know, is the founder of So So Deaf, hip hop music legend. And he tried to revive it, him and some of his um people in 2019 but it didn't work so it may have had now, something to do with the pandemic too <laughs> maybe i mean yeah. this was in 2019 so it's like right before because you yeah, know right we didn't before, start following yeah. directions until 2020 like we That's literally true. weren't and you we were right. like oh this is not this is not coming to the yeah. u.s yeah so see this is y'all this is why i was so thankful that social media did not exist but you got these greedy fools out here who's like <laughs> i've got footage of freak nick i've got footage too <laughs> And so now Hulu will basically get the inside stories, the inside access of those crazy wild parties. <laughs> and I'm just praying to God, <laughs> literally. You know, you, know I'm many, like, you know how many parents are bad. downplaying this now? You know, they're going to try to get ahead of it and, and go to their kids and be like, oh, freak Nick. I'm like, mama, you heard something about this freak Nick? Oh, man, that was just some little party. I don't know. I I, I don't even know anything about it. Well, like, my fear is that. Go look. <laughs> look, I, my fear is that my kids will do be on the group track. Ma, dot, dot, dot. Yes. <laughs> Ma, dot, dot, dot. Yes. Uh, so I'm sitting here watching the freak Nick documentary. Please With the tell me. Right, with the homies. And one of them was like, man, that look like your mom. <laughs> Is this you, mama? Like, and I, you know what I'm going to say. I'm going to straight be like R. Kelly. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to be like R. Kelly. That wasn't me. You know, when the video first came out of R. Kelly, he was like, that's not me. That's not me. Now, you know it, doggone well. It was doctored. It's like, you, your face all up in the camera. You fixing the camera so it can man. have the right angle. And then you'll say, <laughs> that ain't me. <laughs> I'm be like, man, you know they say everybody's got a twin. I'm like, you know, look, I'm like, of course that's not me. Why are you kidding me? I'm a wholesome, I'm like, a wholesome woman. Mom, your twin has the same mole on her left shoulder. Like, come Didn't on. Didn't I say twin? You're not listening. I said twin. That means every characteristic. That's not that. That was not me. But you know, I'm gonna find out who that is because that means I got a twin. <laughs> But mom, Man. my whole life you said you're one of a kind. How all of a sudden you have a twin now that this documentary has come out? You know what? 
Code Red, y'all. Code Red. If you attended Freak Nick, Code Red, you need to contact all of your friends yes, and let them do. know that Hulu has broken the code. Yes. You don't release footage from Freak Nick. There wasn't even social media back there, so that's not fair. Uh, it's not I'm really fair. concerned. There's a lot of people <laughs> that, because here's the thing, what you did 20, 30 years ago <laughs> may not be a representation of who you are in current day. <laughs> well, in this current day, that's a friendly reminder of what social media is all about. Man. Just because you tweet something and you feel something today, just remember, it may be 5, 10, 15 years from now, those same words may come back to haunt you talking these about he- these headlines are hilarious though they're like <laughs> what you should know what you should do how to prepare for the conversation with your children if you are in the documentary you know what actually as the communication coach i should probably monetize off of this as well considering that i may have to um deal with defamation <laughs> issues so i should probably see how i can win <laughs> I, lo- I can make money off of this. Denise, I love this headline. An upcoming Hulu documentary about Atlanta's 1994 Freak Nick Festival has left some Gen Xers terrified that uh, yeah. footage of them at the celebration is about to resurface. Okay, so Telly, you seem to be very calm. I'm going to assume. Because I've never start- attended. Exactly. <laughs> See, you can tell the people that have not attended or never attended because they're just like, and coming now is an ep- and and people that did attend, we like, oh snap! Right, Me, code red. I'm like, I'm getting my popcorn ready. I'm, yeah, I really want to watch. Telly, this. you are not right. He said, I'm gonna get my popcorn ready. <laughs> I mean, but in all fairness, the only reason why I didn't attend was because I was a little poor kid from East St. Louis and I couldn't afford to get down there, or couldn't pack in. With the seven other dudes that packed I was into just one about car. to say, and yeah, I didn't see think that's that how was we safe did it. either. And then everybody oh, in the car has a combined like fifty-two dollars, and you're driving from East St. Oh, Louis yeah. to Atlanta. Like, no, I went down with that. We made it work. <laughs> all, all, everything that you just described, I was like, dang, yep, that's how we did. We <laughs> oh, I, think I know. <laughs> we had like a Honda Civic, <laughs> which comfortably sits about three and a half people. <laughs> we probably. We're six deep. Six deep. And none um, of y'all had any money. <laughs> All right, we're gonna change the story. <laughs> hey, you starting to think now, like, man, why did I do that? <laughs> no, I was thinking, Telly, remember, women don't always need money to get Well, yeah, what? yeah. No, my bad. I'm thinking like a dude. That's why I got I'm quiet. I was like, <laughs> I was like, see, men, y'all have to have. Yes. <laughs> excuse me. Excuse me, sir. How are you? I, I, yeah, I sure am thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> if you're Coming dude, up- you can't do that. <laughs> Telly, I'm telling you, I'm not. first of all, I'm already concerned about the documentary. I'm not about to sit here and walk through <laughs> memory lane of Freak Nick days, okay? It's oh, not going to happen. But, Denise, you're an open book. Come on now. Don't close it now. But I ain't stupid. <laughs> God gave me, look, he gave me one mouth and two ears. For a reason. And for this particular subject, I'm going to leverage my listening skills. The talking, the truth talking text line is 833-212-1017. Um, speaking on behalf of a friend, are you nervous about the upcoming Hulu documentary of Freaknik? Did you attend Freak Nick? Would you like to share any memories 
this is going to be like the most quiet. <laughs> I ain't got nothing to say. Like, I yeah, thanks, Denise. Say. Thanks yeah, for okay. chasing everybody away right. from our text and talk line. <laughs> I'm so sorry. You're right. We're going to change the subject because, look, people are like, is Denise crazy? Like, yeah. Hi, this is so-and-so calling from so-and-so. Yeah, I went to Freak Nick and I did blah, blah, blah. I get it. <laughs> Just as as far as the truth being told. Just don't say that Telly and I didn't warn you. Actually, Telly warned you. Yes. Because when he when he shared it with me, I was like, "What?" Yeah. And you could be anonymous if you want to call in and tell us your stories. Uh, it, it, I, I am. Um, ain't nobody call. Ain't nobody typing. Ain't nobody. <laughs> ain't nobody. Look, they got IP addresses. People can look. I'm telling you, Gen Xers. We have learned the hard way that millennials and gen zers they have the keys they have the code they can literally find out anything about you just based on your ip address your your um cash or excuse me yeah your cash on your computer man nobody's calling right now yeah <laughs> and on <laughs> top all. of that uh, you just made me think of something denise because you travel quite a bit and you're in airports there was a story last night that talked about how people can steal information from charge oh, talk about ports. that Juice jack, juice yeah, jacking. Juice we jacking. Talk about yes, that. yes, yes, yes. So yeah. you just made me think of that and think of you because hey, there's information that's out there and hackers know how to get it. So uh, definitely yes. uh, uh, a quick little PSA right there about juice jacking. But uh, oh, we're gonna we're gonna get into it because yes, we're gonna yes, talk about the do. juice jacking. We're gonna talk about an interesting story where a company responds after a job opening and I legit saw the job opening description. Telly, why did this job opening have notes about their preferred white candidates? And it got mistakenly obviously shared and the company had to It's close. We're going to get to that. Um, also, we're going to talk about local headlines. Um, as we had reported earlier this week, Cardinal Stritch, is closing their doors as of May 22nd. Now, since we've reported that, it has become evident that students had no clue this was going to happen, which I found to be very alarming. Yeah, and other there universities was, are stepping in, too, for students that were enrolled for summer classes and things like that. So that's a good positive update as well. It is, especially, again, for the students, um, the international students that are here based on attending college also we're going to talk about governor evers has issued a state of emergency there are um, a number of fires wildfires that are occurring which i thought was interesting i i've never even known that wildfires exist in milwaukee or even wisconsin so what we need to understand is what this means for milwaukee residents and how will the upcoming temperatures impact hot temperatures impact these wildfires and then finally telly and i know this is where you and i are probably going to have a little bit of a debate there's going to be some significant security members or excuse me measures security measures implemented as part of the upcoming playoffs yeah. and my so we'll talk about that when we come from the break because Anytime I hear security members, or I want to keep saying members, anytime I hear the term security measures, I want to understand what that entails because oftentimes that means racial profiling. See, there's certain terms that society will put out there to basically kind of camouflage the true objective. 
So when you hear terms like security member or me- measures, um, strict attire or wardrobe, these are all things that are associated with racial profiling. And so I want Truth Nation just to talk about what that means. So we're going to get into that. It's going to be a great show. It is Friday Eve, y'all. Friday Eve. Although Telly gave us a, a heart attack. Look, I'm going to tell you right now, before we go to break, if you live in a household where there's a video camcorder, burn it. <laughs> burn it. Denise, I had to give this to the people on Thursday. Just imagine if you were going into your weekend with these type of worries. Now I'm giving you an opportunity to figure out what you need to find and burn. Well, start with the camcorder because that's going to be because <laughs> that's what that's what these streaming companies are doing. They're contacting people. Hey, do you have any footage? And they'd be like, no. Nah. Do you have any footage for two hundred thousand dollars? Oh, you know what? It's a miracle. <laughs> the camcorder came on. Look what I don't found. do it. Y'all. Right. Be strong. Look, I'm putting my black power fist up. Be, be strong. Y'all do not do not succumb. <laughs> to the to the threats and the temptation of these streaming companies. We'll be back. This is DT Telly on Truth Be Told on the new 1017 FM. Truth Be Told with DT and Telly returns after this on 1017 The Truth, the Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. It is Truth Be Told with DT and Telly on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. Yo, remember Yo. back on the bully when cats used to harmonize like. Yo. Yo. My men and my women, don't forget about the day. This is not the most the king. Yo. It's about a thing. Yo. Yo. Greatest songs ever made by Miss Lauren Hill as we welcome you back to Truth Be Told with DT How you and Telly. Win when you ain't right within. And for sure. Dude, that was the <laughs> hardest line in hip hop. I think one of the hardest lines of all time. Absolutely. How you gonna win when you, when you ain't, ain't right within? Come and on, Deacon also, and Lauren. Be sure to tune in to the truth this Saturday at noon for Men Making Health. A priority presented by All of Us Milwaukee at the Center for Community Engagement and Health Partnerships. Dr. Ken Harris will be joined by Dr. Brashear Easter and Caroline Nickerson, where they will celebrate science and promote the benefits of having a better understanding of science and technology. So be sure to listen to Men Making Health a Priority at noon Saturday, presented by All of Us Milwaukee and on the new 101.7 The Truth. City officials are discussing probable downtown security measures during the Bucks playoffs game. If you're just tuning in, this is Truth Be Told with DT and Telly coming to you live from the American Family Insurance Studio. We've already been talking about mass gatherings. <laughs> and we started off talking about the Freaknik documentary that's coming out. <clears throat> so speaking of mass gatherings, an official announcement is expected to be made later this week. So I'm assuming either today or tomorrow addressing the security concerns inside the deer district and surrounding 
districts or restaurants, et cetera, during the upcoming Bucks playoff game. The first Bucks playoff game starts this Sunday, and I believe tip-off is at 4.30. Now, this announcement comes after 21 people were injured last May in three separate shootings downtown after a Bucks game. And this took place on King Drive and Water Street, which is literally within walking distance, maybe a block or two of the Deer District, which is where Pfizer Forum is located. One of the shootings hurt 17 people. Now, business and city officials are currently in in the process of trying to both implement security, tough security members, but also keep the districts fun, inviting, and safe. This is interesting. This is a quote from Alderman Bob Bauman. It says, I think, quote, I think one of the ways is the Bucks are seriously considering putting significant restrictions on how many people can gather at the Deer District for the watch parties. What's going to be a challenge is how to suggest maybe not all folks come downtown in those numbers. I mean, you don't want nobody to come downtown. This is a balance that needs to be struck somehow. End quote. So, Telly. (laughs) Yeah. I'm going to let you. Uh, uh, Look, it's almost you're, you're speechless. Like. I, I know what you're even about to ask, and I don't even know how to respond because there's so many subliminal messages within that message. So you're saying don't come down in those type of numbers, but if you are a fan that want to support your basketball team, so what do you do? Do you sit at home and say, well, there's probably going to be a few other thousand people that may be down there, so I don't know if I should go. Like, what What well, are you, what are you asking? Like, what a lot of people are going to be thinking. But here, here's the other thing with that, Denise, like you, you mentioned before the break. There are so many racial undertones within the, the, uh, the conversation, but – they feel like they can use these these blanket words or these kind of gray words that make it seem like it's not what it is. And mm-hmm. droves of what people. So what ethnicity was involved in those shootings last year? Black. Okay. And we all know that you want where the most money is being generated to be the most safest place as well. So they're going to do or take security measures to make sure and air quotes, security measures to make sure that people feel safe when they are in the deer district. But how do you do that? How do you do that? And that's, and see, now you're asking the right questions, Telly. Not that you weren't before, but that's the most important question because here's the thing. This is my point of view. I get that there needs to be security measures, but that's for any situation where there's a large population or a a mass gathering of people. I get that. Yeah. However, it does not give 
Milwaukee Bucks security or the Milwaukee Police Department the authorization to racially profile, you know, younger black fans of the Bucks. Because here's the thing. Every playoff season when our games are televised on like the big networks like TNT or, yes. you know, ESPN, they they start off literally with the drone, the drone footage of all uh, of the fans at the Deer District. Yep. Yep. The only other team that I can think of that has that type of mass gathering outside of the venue uh, is the Toronto Raptors. That's correct. They call it Jurassic only, Park. Yep, yep. Ex- that's the only that's the only one I know. Yeah. And it is it is a a great representation of our our fan base and our loyalty and our dedication, but the reality is that whoever these business leaders are and these city officials that are meeting, I hope that there's representation in those discussions outside of the business uh the business aspect as well as the law enforcement. So, yes. for example, someone who represents the community, mm-hmm. someone who uh, lives in that area, whether it's, you know, the King Drive area, whether it's downtown, whether it's the north side, which is predominantly black area of Milwaukee. I hope that representation from those communities are in these conversations, because if not, this is where you basically are underlying the message of profiling a certain demographic. Yes. It's already going to be hot telly. Yes. It's already going to be hot. And let's keep it real. You know, Milwaukee downtown is continuing to evolve, but to me, telly, the message is we want to keep downtown very clean and very safe and keep a certain demographic out of downtown. And it's basically because of the reasons you just gave where Milwaukee is being put on a national stage. And if you're competing for championships, NBA championships, and everyone in the world is seeing the city of Milwaukee, the last thing you want to be publicized is the violence and the increased gun, you know, with, with the youth. And we'll have much more on the other side of the break. Make sure you get involved in this conversation and tell us how you feel about the new security measures that will be put in place. Once the Milwaukee Bucks start their playoff run, 833-212-1017. Black conscious. We see you on the line. We'll get to you after the break. This is truth be told with DT and Telly. Truth Be Told with DT and Telly returns after this on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. It is Truth Be Told with DT and Telly on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. This Saturday at 1 p.m. for another episode of More Than a Movement, powered by Planned Parenthood Advocates of Wisconsin. Carrie Noni will be joined by health justice advocates to discuss black maternal health and the impact it's had on black birthing people. Again, that is more than a movement powered by Planned Parenthood Advocates of Wisconsin this Saturday 
at 1 p.m. on the award-winning 101.7 The Truth. We've been talking about currently city officials, business owners of Milwaukee are talking about implementing uh, some significant security members. Or, if I say that one more time, y'all, security measures <laughs> during the upcoming playoffs. We've got Black Conscious on The Truth Be Told. Talking text line 833-212-1017. Good morning, Black Conscious. Peace, Queen. What a glorious day to be alive. What's up, T? What's going on, Black Conscious? What you got for us this morning? So, I got my best Luther, Obama's impersonator, here to help y'all out uh, in regards to that letter. But I'm going to let that pass because, you know, I'm not going to give him that energy, as my great sister once said. You only give your energy, only allow them to do what you allow them to do if you give them that energy. But anyway, so he don't, he wants certain fans down there. Milwaukee, black Milwaukee, let's show up with our grills. Let's show up with our, our malt liquors. Let's show them how we get down and party. Now, we got an unfortunate situation that happened down there. <laughs> like, they don't have unfortunate situations that happen at their event. But nonetheless, we still support and love the Bucks. And try to separate us if you can, because you're right, DT. They will only focus on our young brothers and sisters the most. And that ain't nothing but dog whistles about white fans, come on down. We're going we to make sure y'all safe and all you other little picky nannies stay where y'all at. That's all that was. Dog whistles like it wasn't nothing. I, so, Black Conscious, thank you so much for always listening and your perspective. We appreciate you. And I want to piggyback off of what Black Conscious had said. So, two things really quick. When you look at the demographics of individuals who have been perpetrating these horrific, tragic mass shootings and even visions of where certain demographics are arrested, put in a police car, and then taken to Burger King after murdering mass groups of innocent civilians. And yet you then say that, and I quote Alderman Bob Bauman, it's not, I mean, you don't want nobody to come downtown, but this is a balance that needs to be struck somehow, end quote. That that has, as you mentioned, Telly, some, some racial undertones. And, and this is truth be told. Let's tell the truth about that. Number one, we want to find a way to get your black dollars, but we don't want the other things that come with black people gathering in, in mass um, in, 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 in big type situations, uh, big crowd situations, excuse me. But also, like you just said, Denise, let's just be real. When you look at the profile of most mass shooters, they're not young African-American males. They're not. But when these security measures are being put in place, it's geared towards the young black men, young black men who aren't committing these mass shootings. Imagery has traditionally in this country been so critical to how racial profiling impacts 
young black men's ability to be great in this country, to be safe, to know that they are not thugs, they are not criminals, they are not terrorists, they are not rapists, but the imagery. So when you've been conditioned to view a certain, I'll use your term, Telly, profile as such, when you when you hear and read about government, local elected officials talking, collaborating with business owners in downtown area, where is the representation? Now, we have a black mayor. We have a black chief of police. We have a black sheriff. We have a black county executive. We got a lot of black folks on the Milwaukee Common Council. So I hope based on that level of authority and and influence combined with those business owners, someone raises their hand and has the same dialogue that you and I are having, Telly, that we definitely want to protect the safety of all Bucks fans. But yes. what we not going to do, because when I'm, I'm going to tell you, like we were talking up, up during break, <clears throat> my son is 25 years old. He he fits the profile of George Floyd, Ahmad Aubrey, all of these young black men that have been brutally murdered by the same officials that are in these conversations. Gosh. And so as a mother, I literally fear, no pun intended, when my son says he's going to the Deer District, not because I'm scared that he's going to be around a bunch of black people. I'm scared because he's going to be in an environment where certain groups that have the authority to administer violence as a way to protect the safety of others could end up in the murder of my son. Yeah. And I can tell y'all right now that my son is a great young man. He has no nothing, no no criminal background, nothing like that. But he still fits the profile. Yes, yes. And we know, and Denise, we're going to have much more on this. we got to go to break, of course. We know how much you are loving this morning's conversation. If you missed any of it, remember, you can always go back and listen by downloading Truth Be Told podcast sponsored by Gruber Law Offices on multiple platforms. The 1017 The Truth app can be found on Spotify, TuneIn, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, and Gruber Podcasts. Hour number two of Truth Be Told with DT and Telly is coming up. The conversation is just getting heated.